We were holding Pei Aleph Amud Aleph. It's a new Mishnah. Continuing in the topic of when you transfer things from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah the objects have to have a particular size which is useful. So we're going through more examples. Another example is Etzem, someone takes out a bone, dried bones, they would make utensils out of bones. Could they last so it's terrible? It should be the size that you can make a spoon out of it. It was a typical thing that they would make spoons out of bone. Rabbi Hudaimer, as we'll see soon, a smaller size. Could they last so The simple translation is to make a lock out of it. They would have locks that they would attach to doors, either closet doors or house doors. And that lock was called a chaf. So although, as we'll see, they didn't really make those locks out of bone, but for some reason he says that you have to have bone, and if you're carrying bone, it should be the size to make a lock. Schuchis, if you're carrying, if you're carrying uh, glass, you want to scratch off the tip of the picker that the weavers would use when they would put the thread on the wrapped around the loom and suddenly some threads would get caught together. They would have a special picker in order to separate them. So they want to make it sharp at the end and use some glass to scratch it off. So that's a, a sufficient size that it's useful to use glass to sharpen the edge of this picker. A piece of a small piece of wood or a rock or a pebble or a rock. What could you do with a small rock? Could they lizard if you want to chase away a bird which is eating things in your field? You want to chase it away? So if you have a small pebble or a rock the size they could throw on this bird, that's considered sufficient. Now you could throw many sizes. Anything you could throw, as long as you could throw it, you could throw it at a bird, you could throw it at a wall, you could throw it at a buffalo, you could throw it at whatever you want. So what does it mean, the size that you could throw at a bird? We'll see soon. Rebbe Lezer, the Yaakov Eimer, Kedem it has to be the size that it's large enough to throw at an animal. Fine. So these are different examples of objects that we're saying what's considered a significant size. Now, the simple understanding was that Rabbi Yehuda says that you, if you transfer bones, it has to be the size to make a lock. Now, a lock is larger than a spoon. Now, we, we already learned earlier in the Gemara that Rabbi Yehuda always says the smaller measurement. Rabbi Yehuda always says that even if you carried something smaller, you're already high. So how come over here you're saying to make something bigger? Lemeina says the Gemara, are you trying to say the shiur that Rabbi Yehuda nafish? That Rabbi Yehuda is giving a larger size, a more lenient size, that until you didn't carry something larger, you're not We have learned the shi'ura de We know as a rule the shi'ura de That always the chachamim have a larger size than Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda is always stricter. And he always says that a smaller size is already considered sufficient. We're not talking about the lock. We're talking about the teeth in the lock, the bits that are sticking out that allow the key to turn it. And that allow the key to turn it because it pushes those small pieces sticking out. That's considered, that's the size, that's what they would make out of bone. The rest of the lock they would make out of wood. 
And only those things sticking out that the key is, is made corresponding to that in order to turn and open the lock, those bits were made out of bones. And that's what Rabbi Huda says has to be the size of the bones you're carrying. And therefore, it is a smaller size than Rabbanon. Rabbanon say that the size is a spoon. And he says, no, only those small bits that you put into the lock that allow the key, that allow the key to open. Fine. Talmud Rabbanon, a similar thing. Um, actually, not really, a sim- not really a similar thing. Just since we spoke about these bits of bones that you would put in to a lock, we're bringing up an ice and related to that in the subject of two of That's a different subject totally. But just since we spoke about it, we're bringing this rice. The rule is like this. Um, any wooden utensil can only become tome if it's a clear kibu, if it's meant to hold something inside of it. Any other material other than rock, a stone, which that does not receive tuma at all, or raw clay that doesn't receive tuma at all, or clay glowing made out of fertilizer, but any other material, including bone, as long as it was made into something useful, it's mechabal tuma. So now if someone had cut out pieces of bones in order to fix into this lock, in order to make those bits, they turn the key on it in the lock. Until you put it into the lock, it's useless. It's not a prepared utensil. And therefore, it's not mechabal However, once you put it into the lock, it's mechabal But it depends what, what is the lock on. If the lock is connected to a small closet or a small cupboard, small box, then this cupboard is a keili, which is mechabal And this is part of it, so it's also mechabal However, if you fix it to a door of a, of a, of a house, it's connected to the house. The house is not mekabal it's connected to the ground. So the lock is not even mekabal Let's see inside the brains. Tanu Rabbam. These teeth within the lock, tohunin, are pure. They cannot be mekabal tumah. If I connected them to the lock, tomeim. Now they're tummy because they're useful. However, however, if it's a lock connected to the door of the house, or the door of a courtyard, even if I connected it to the wall, the and I connected it very strongly with, with nails. Why? Since eventually it's connected to the ground, because the house is connected to the ground, then it's never makabutum. And therefore, if it's connected to a small closet door, it has to be a small closet because if it's a large size, it's also going to be considered connected to the ground. If it's an amma by amma by three amas, then it's considered connected to the ground. But if it's a small bed, a small dresser, small, a small thing, with it, and it's the door of that small dresser, then it's makabal tuma because it's a useful keli made out of bone, which is makabal tuma. The lock itself is mechabal tumah, though it's made out of wood, because it's meant to take in the key. It's considered a kli kibble. You're putting the key inside of it. And these bones are, are part of that lock, and therefore, they are considered mechabal Okay. The next example we brought was a piece of glass. They would use the glass to sharpen the speaker that they would... They would uh, uh, separate the threads 
in this weaving machine. So now the Gemara is going to bring a Brice, which says the same exact size, but brings a different example, a different use that you could do with it. Maybe a more common one, I'm not sure exactly. Um, um, a different use that you could use with it that that adds up to the same size. Says the Gemara, glass the size that you could uh, sharpen this picker. Tanamunt in a brisa, a different size. Sechuchis. Interesting, Rashi says why glass is called zechuchis or sechuchis. Zechuchis means zach, pure, because it's transparent. Sechuchis means soiche. You can see through it. Soiche means viewing, looking, peering, seeing through it. Since you can see through it, it's called Sechuchis. So it's two similar names with two different Shirashim, which both come from the same idea what glass is. So Sechuchis, Another use you would have if you want to cut off the leftover threads that after you wove a whole cloth, you want to cut off the, the, the leftover threads. So it has to be, as long as you would do it a piece of glass, if it's large enough to cut two threads at once, that's considered a sufficient size. Okay. Next, Schroeder, Evan, a pebble or a rock. Says to throw on an animal. Now, you can throw anything on a bird. So, what's what type of size is that? Says the Gemara, We're talking about that you'll throw the rock and the bird will feel it and fly away and it will hurt it and you'll be affected. That has to be a specific size. And obviously, for an animal, it has to be a larger size. The Kamashiure. At least, I guess, of Rabbi Lozab and Yanke's opinion, how much is that? Says the Gemara, Amr Tani Rabbi Lozab and Yanke, Mishkal Asoro Zuz, the weight of 10 coins, 10 Zuz, that is the weight of throwing it on an animal. That's Rabbi Lozab and Yanke's opinion. Or it could be that we're talking about something totally different. The next Gemara is going to talk about rocks, pebbles. But what they used to use pebbles for, they didn't have toilet paper, and they would use pebbles instead. So it might be that he's saying, what is the size of a pebble that's useful for the toilet? And he says that it's, if it weighs 10 zoos, that's, that's when it's considered useful. So we'll speak soon now about different opinions, which size was useful for the toilet, that it shouldn't be muktza, because a pebble is, is muktza. However, if it's intended for use, or at least it's a regular thing that people would use it, or maybe just for, if it's useful for the toilet and people, and the Chacham don't want people to wait and search for, for pebbles that are not muktza and then they might wait, it's not, it's not respectful and it might be dangerous, and therefore they allow them to take any useful pebbles. So when we talk about which size of pebbles, we can assume that they're useful. Is Zunin al Madrasha. There was a Chacham named Zunin, and he came to the yeshiva. Pebbles for the for the toilet, for the bathroom. Shiurin the camel. What's their size? 
when is it considered useful that you could you're allowed to move it around on Shabbos because you can assume that they're useful for the toilet? Amrulai, there's three stages. You have to have three pebbles. One kazais, the size of an olive. The next keg is the size of a nut. And the third one kebeta, the size of an egg. In order to wipe it up in stages, that's the best way to do it. From inside and from around and all the way around, you wipe it up in stages and then it makes it clean. Those are the three sizes. Armelu, he said, one second, when someone has to go to the toilet, he's not going to go measuring things, you know, or weighing things to see what's their size. Should he carry with him a, a, a scale to make sure that it's a proper size, although it's a size, not a, not, a, not a weight, but a measuring stick, whatever he wants to do, any tool that he's able to measure or weigh this to make sure that it's a proper size, he can't do that. He has to take it and go. So don't tell him a size that he has to measure away. So Nimnu Bukhamba, they sat down and they came to the conclusion, a handful. If he takes a bunch of pebbles in the hand, he'll have the proper rocks, the proper amount, the proper pebbles that he needs in order to wipe it up properly. Tanya, we learned in our in the same two stages. The size that you should take is these three sizes. Like an olive, like a nut, and like a rock. And Rabbi Shmuel, they fix it. Rabbi Shmuel, but Rabbi Yisim, Aimer, Rabbi Shmuel says the name of his father, Meloya, yeah, the handful, which means to say, I guess, in theory, you have to have these three sizes, but we're not going to tell you to measure it. Just take a handful of small pebbles and you'll be fine. Okay. Tanu Rabbonu, different opinions. Either with Shabbos or even in the weekdays, is different. Ways how to learn this Braisa, where it's talking about what you're allowed to carry on Shabbos, or what it's telling you in general in the weekdays what you should take into the toilet. Gimel Avonim in the bathroom. Gimel Avonim Kurzolis. Three sharp edged, not literally sharp, but pointed edged rocks. You can take in on Shabbos. Yeah, talking about Shabbos, you're allowed to take in on Shabbos. It's not considered Muksa. They allow you to take it. It's useful and you could use it. The Kamashiura, what size should they be? So, unlike what we said earlier, all three of them are the size of a nut. All three of them should be the size of an egg. If you want to use this as a tool that can help you remember these two Tanoim's opinions and another subject. These two Tanoim argued about the size, the minimum size of an esrig. Rabbi Meir says the minimum size is like a nut, and Rabbi Yudha says like an egg. So if you want to make sure you don't confuse these two Tanoim, use this Ibrahim, which talks about the rocks, the pebbles for the toilet, use that as a, as a memory card Use that to remember that the mayor says a nut and a Yehuda says an egg. Omer Nachum, our Papa, Omer Abchista, Kemachloikis, Kan, just like they're arguing here, Kach Machloikis, but Esrig, they're also arguing in Esrig. Just a minute, one second. Omer, Omer, ask the Gemara, Hosamas Nisan, Hocha Bryce. Everybody knew Mishnahis. Bryce's were not so known. So you want people to remember a Mishnah to get the opinions correct. You tell them to use a Brisa. How's that going to help? They know the Mishnah much better. Says, what are you right? 
we misquoted him. The other way around. You have this rice, which you don't remember. You know the Mishnahis very well. Yeah? Use the Esrik as a memory card to remember what's the opinion of these two Tanoim by the rock, by the, by the pebbles for the, for, the, for, the, for the bathroom. If you remember that by an Esrik, um, by an Esrik, uh, Rabbi Meir says a nut, and Rabbi Huda says a, rock, a, 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 a egg, You'll remember that the same applies by the basic like you say. Now it's a very interesting thing. Rashi says it's just a simona ba'alma, just a simon that you should remember. But interesting thing is the khayrat helps you realize the kedusha of Tayyar. I mean, an esrig, everyone wants to buy a, a, a proper esrig and everyone wants to know the, the makhlaik is to know the shear. What's, what's a shear esrig? And when it comes to the basic, like you say, no, I mean, it's not the halachas that people are, are going to walk around. With the shiurim of the rocks to make sure that everyone knows that they have a large size of a shear of a of the of the pebble for the for the basic But you have to know that it's just as important that you could use the Mishnah talking about an esrik to help you remember what's the halacha, which pebble you have to take to the basic It's an important halacha, and you have to remember it. Fine. I'm gonna Says Rabbi Yehuda regarding Shabbos, another din, Avaloya Sapayus. You can carry pebbles, you cannot carry pies. What's pies? My pies. Pieces of dry land, dry earth in Babel. They fell apart like seeds, like pebbles, and they were useless. They couldn't use them for the bathroom, they would fall apart, they would crumble. And therefore, since it's not useless, you find such pieces of earth. You want to pick them up and use them, don't it's mukta, it's useless, you cannot use it. Okay. okay. Another Allah, once we talk about the Allahs of the bathroom for Shabbos, we're talking about other Allahs about the bathroom in Shabbos. Omar Rabbi, also the mashmish bitsrud bishabis kidarash and mashmish bukhul. One of the eights is when someone is constipated, what he could do in order to make himself go to the bathroom, he can he can uh, as if wipe around over there with a pebble, and that will that will encourage him, that will open it up and help him go to the bathroom. And Shabbos don't do it, because if you're moving it around, it's going to tear out here, and that's foolish, and and that's it and say he's doing it back and forth, unlike by wiping in the toilet, when he's moving it around back, back and forth, it's definitely going to tear here. So you're not allowed to do it. So you're not allowed to do it. Mask of Lomar Zutral is stuck in. So he should get into danger? I mean, if he's, if he's going to stay conservated, it could be a danger. So he shouldn't do any, any method that can help him actually go because he's going to tear out here. Tearing out here also depends. I mean, according to everyone, it's definitely a dinder abonon because he has no use whatsoever with this here that's being torn, that's being torn out. So it's, it's not just but it's a mechalkel. There's no, there's no benefit whatsoever from here. So it's a dinder so why shouldn't he be able to do it if he has to go to the toilet? Says the Gemara, I'm not telling you don't do it. Don't do it in the regular way. Hold it with two fingers instead of with your whole, your whole hand. Do it in an unusual way because you're going to tear on him. Fine. Okay. Another halacha related to what we said before. Before we mentioned that you can take a handful. Amr Abiyana, you can't always take a handful because a handful, you won't need a handful. So why can you take a handful? 
אם יש מוקים קבוע לבייס הכיסאי, אם זה סט פלייס שבו כולם הולכים לטוילט, מלוי היה דני כדי כהנפול, כי אם אתה לא יכול להשתמש בלפטובר פאבל, אז אתה יכול להשתמש בלפטובר פאבל, אז אתה יכול להשתמש בלפטובר פאבל, אז אתה יכול להשתמש בלפטובר Like the middle opinion which says the size of a nut, not the size of an olive, not the size of an egg, the size of a nut, that's what you could take. Then the Gemara says another thing, if one has a small uh, pestle, or a small pestle and, mort- and, 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 uh, and mortal, uh, pestle and whatever it's called, uh, whenever you have that crusher, if you have it, For, for, but you use it usually to, to crush spices, yeah? So um, you could technically, if it's an old one, you can use it for the toilet. But if until now you use it for spices, you would never use it for anything else, definitely not for the toilet. It's called Muktsu Michamas Chisorin Kis. It's something which you, you, you're very careful not to use for anything else because it will damage it. Yeah, so it's Muktsu. So you're not allowed to use it. However, there's some testimony on this pestle that it's meant for the toilet, then it's fine. What's the aid? If it was used, and you could see a mark of it being used, then you could use it again because it's definitely not meant to be used anymore to crush, to crush spices with it. There's another way to read this Gemara. Tracer reads it very differently. He says like this, Amar Abiyanai, Im Yesh, Mocking Kavua Lebe Sakisi Muleyayad, if there's a set place you can take a handful. In love, if it's not a set place, Kehakera Meducha Ktanashul Besom. Like the small foot of a small crusher, of a small pestle and mortar, and, uh, and uh, uh, mortar of uh, spices, that's the size that you could take to the, to the bathroom. And then Rabbi Sheshis did a new thing. Governor Rabbi Sheshis said, Yes, Allah, Arayim. Any pebble that you see a mark of, of uh, someone used it, Mota, you can take it to the bathroom. Fine. Now, we said over here that you're allowed to use basically a used pebble. But there's going to be now a bracer which says you're not allowed to use a used pebble. It's dangerous. It brings the illnesses. So how can he say that if you see a mark on it which tells you that it was used, you can go and use it. You're not allowed to use it. It's dangerous. Mason, we saw learned in a brace, Asara, either 10 or Shemoyin or, or 8, there's two opinions over here. Dvorim, Mevim is so on the day Tachtoni, you cause a person to have hemorrhoids. Very lame, and this is it. These are them. Ha'oichel alei konim. If someone eats the bamboo leaves or weed leaves, valik fonim, vine leaves, the lulvik fonim, a small green um, plants that grow around the vine, pieces of meat which are ridged, which are not smooth. Without any salt. The spine of a fish. I guess it's soft enough, sometimes you can eat it. A salted fish, which isn't properly salted, I guess, and therefore not properly, so to say, cooked, not properly made edible. And that shay says shim the yain if one drinks or eats the bits 
on the bottom of wine, the bits of grapes on the bottom of wine. Someone wipes himself with lime, dry lime, or with the clay made out of crushed uh, bricks. Or with a pebble that someone else has wiped with it. Then it brings him, it makes him have hemorrhoids. Um, or a different way, Rashi learns it as different. If one wipes either with dried lime or with the dried clay made out of bricks or with a pebble, that his friend has wiped with it. So that causes hemorrhoids. You shouldn't do it. So how does he tell you to use it on Shabbos? And then the Braissa adds, Yesh Ibrahim, some say that's Rebnosan. If he's going to the toilet and he's not sitting down, he's like leaning backwards and he's like making, but he's not actually sitting on the seat. Also, that's, I guess, putting too much pressure, which can cause him to have hemorrhoids. But we see him here that you're not allowed to use someone else's pebble. So, how can he say that he could use one with that mark? So, he says, Look, Kashi, a few answers. One answer is, Hobbalah, Hobbiyavish. If it's still moist and it still carries the germs, I guess, and therefore it's going to make you ill. If it's dried out, then you could use it. Another explanation, if it's on both sides and you can actually wipe yourself with the other person's dirt, then that's going to make you ill. However, if it's just on one side, then um, the other side could be harmless. If it's his own, then it's not going to harm. And that's what we're talking about. He has a mark of his own, not of someone else. If it's someone else, then it's a problem. Yosef. Not that we said that if it has a mark, it's okay. If rain fell on it and, he, and the mark has faded, can you still use it? If you can still tell the mark, then it's okay. That's one way of learning it. Another way of learning it is if it fell into the mud and it's hard to see the pebbles, can you pick them out of the mud? So the answer is, if you can still recognize them through the mud, then it's okay. But if you cannot recognize them, they're totally covered by the mud, they're mukhtsa, you cannot take them out of the mud. That's a different explanation. Fine. So to summarize, we spoke about different objects, what's their size? We spoke about Bones, you have to make either a spoon according to Rabbanan or according to Rabbi Yehuda. The teeth within the lock, they're small pieces of bone. It's much less than a, than a spoon. And that's already useful. Since we mentioned that, we said that in order to be Mechabal Tumah, it has to be part of a lock that's connected to a small closet, a small dresser. If it's connected to a large dresser, more than Amma by Amma by three Amas, or to a door connected to the ground, it's not makabal tum. Then the Mishnah says the size of glass is to sharpen the picker for the, for the that the weaver uses. The Gemara brings a rice which says the same size with a different example, that it's large enough to cut off two threads by the end of the of the cloth. Then we spoke about small pebbles, that the size that's significant for, for transferring is if you can throw it on a bird and the bird will feel it, or an animal and the animal will feel it. That's the, that's the Tanakhama says a bird, and the Blessing Yankee says an animal, which the Blessing Yankee says the, the weight is tenzels. When we spoke about pebbles, we spoke about pebbles for the bathroom. That which, if you're allowed to move it around on Shabbos, that it's not called muktsu. So, first they said that the size is an olive, a nut, and an egg, but they said you're not going to go measure it and weigh it. Just take a handful. 
Yeah. Then we brought a brice uh, that brought different opinions. That Amir says that a nut, Rabbi, this isn't that's the size of an egg. And we said it's the same machloikis as by an esrig, and use the esrig Mishnah as a memory card for the for the for the for the for the pebbles for the, for the basic isa. And then we mentioned that you can't use pieces of dried earth from bubble because they, they're useless. And then we spoke about using a pebble to encourage yourself to go to the bathroom. You cannot do it on Shabbos because it takes her here, but how, what should you do? Do it kalachayat. Then we explain that the fact that you're allowed to take a handful is only if you, have, you can use it afterwards, if it's a set place. If not, you have to have a smaller size. So either it's the size of a nut, that's where Rashi learns it, or the Tosis learns that it's the size of a foot of this crusher of, of uh, spices. Then we said that either to use this crusher of spices or going to Rashi, it's Muktzemach Mitzchesrinkis, and you're only allowed to use it if there's a testimony that was used already. Or according to Tosis, we see just the pebble, and it was used. You don't have to measure it, you just take it, and you can use it. Well, the is dangerous. It's only dangerous if it's wet, or if it's the same size that you, side that you're using, or if it's someone else's, if it's your own, or if it's a second side, or if it's dry, it will be fine. Then we brought other examples of things that, that cause hemorrhoids that you should not do. And then we said, what if the, the, it, the rain washed it off, according to Rashi? Uh, are you still allowed to move it? So the Gemara says that you can still tell if, it, if the mark is still noticeable. And uh, um, they um, still noticeable. And uh, um, another opinion is, if it's sunk into the mud, then if it's sunk into the mud, then uh, are you allowed to take it out? So it depends. If you can still notice it in the mud, then you can take it out. You can unmute yourself if you want. Which is bigger, a 